Can you hum along to every 80s pop melody? Do you still know the lyrics to all the 90s hip-hop tracks? Well, it's time to put your music knowledge to the test with Song Quiz, the number one music quiz game on Alexa. You can play alone against random opponents or together with friends and family. Choose from a wide range of playlists and genres from the 1960s until now to see just how deep your knowledge goes. Just say, Alexa, play Song Quiz. That's Alexa, play Song Quiz. If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I'm happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's pack show, the 5% rule. What is that? Well, in studio is the premier realtor from Compass and Hinsdale, Ann Pancato, and she's going to go over all the details here. Also, turning your bathroom into a luxury spa. I love that idea. And to share with us all his great tips is the president of Design and Renovations. Yeah, David Cesario. Also, turning renters into landlords. I love this, too. And in studio, to show us how to do this are the broker owners of Corona Realty. Yeah, that's Alex Corona and Jamie Burks. Also, do as-is contracts put buyers at a disadvantage? I love this one, too. And to educate us, as he always does, is the premier realtor, uh, real estate attorney, both residential and commercial, and he covers both Illinois and Indiana. Yeah, that's Vincent Arricchio. And is it all the guidelines, or does the commercial lending world leave room for creativity? Oh, I'd like to see this one. And uh, in studio to share with us this valuable tip, is the president and CEO of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, that's Brad Heddock. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. morning. Happy Sunday. Yeah. So, Ann Pancato, um, premier realtor from Hinsdale, Compass in Hinsdale, 5% rule. I've been in business a long time, and I'm not sure what this is all about. Sounds exciting. Well, it is. The 5% rule is a new way to look at rent versus buying in, um, in, in a market that's overinflated, and everyone's getting so much money for their properties, and they're overpaying right now. I don't want to say overinflated, but we we have less inventory. We have a high demand, and there's a lot of people who think they're overpaying. So they're trying to decide, should I rent or should I buy? And here's a 5% rule that can help um, decide if you should rent for a while and wait till everyone thinks it's going to come down, or if you should buy. So how the 5% rule works in action, you multiply the value of your home by 5%. You divide it by 12, and then the result is the break is the break-even point where renting is financially equivalent to, Get out of here. to buy-in. Yes, oh, I yes. love this idea. So I'm going to explain it to you in numbers. So it's best illustrated. Let's let's talk about a five hundred thousand dollar house. So if you're multiplying the value of that home by five percent, it's twenty-five thousand. You divide by that number by twelve, which gives you two thousand eighty-three, and then two thousand eighty-three is the monthly break-even point for owning that home. Now, if you can rent a home equivalent for less than 2083 I don't think so. Are, rent, you, better off, are you better off renting? What was your sales price? 500000 Yeah, the rent's got to be higher, isn't it? The rent, Well, the rents are higher, so that's why... <laughs> <laughs> that's so, why I should buy. <laughs> so this is why when people are saying, we I should wait, it. we should wait, we no, should wait, buy. we try to tell you, hey, you've got, you got to go over all the numbers. Now, um, right now, I do believe that they're saying it's going to take, because of all everyone, you know, 
I don't want to say everyone's over uh, overpaying because a lot of people are asking me, are we overpaying for the property? No. That's just what the prices are now. The I, last two years, two and a half years, prices are higher now than before. That's just where they're at. Well, and Randy, here, here's the whole thing. And I try to explain this to people. When the market crashed, people were, um, a lot of properties, I'm sure everyone here can agree, went down almost 50%. I had, I had five builders who lost literally 50% on every property. So people were losing so much money. I had all my buyers who were, if there was a million-dollar property, and then they sold it a few years ago, they only got 700 Yeah. So yeah. Now, now the properties are back to where I believe, my professional opinion, is where they should be priced. So I think we're, what a lot of people are saying now is that now that people, because there's, there is a low demand, I mean, I'm sorry, a high demand and low inventory, that people are paying so much over the list price. Well, there is where the overpaying comes in at. It's not an over list price. I mean, it's not, the list price is not over the value. It's where the multiple offers are coming in at. So I do believe that we're all priced exactly where it should be, what the properties are actually valued at because everyone took so much of a great hit. So I don't believe that we're going to then cut all that down by 20% or 50% again. I don't believe that's going to happen. No, I don't know. I agree with you. That, uh, and if I, I can interject. This I mean, is sure. Brad Hedda, commercial lender. You know, we've got, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say it's false, but they say we have 8.3% inflation year over year. That factors into housing as well. That's going to continue to drive housing values going forward. And you can't even begin to replace a half-million-dollar house today for a half-million-dollars worth of cost. So, I mean, Randy, you probably know that when you do a construction appraisal, you're not that same house is going to cost you more than a half million to replace. Yes. It. So, I think values are here to stay. Well, That's what and, I'm saying. And, and, and exactly. So, I totally 100% agree. I know there's a lot of people arguing with me. I'm like, look, you got to go by the numbers, and, and we got to go back. If we go back even from the year of 2000, we're really priced where we should be at. So, the overpaying, what people are paying for the, you know, for the multiple offers. Well, they got to stay in their home for at least five and a half years to recoup that what they overpaid. You know, to recoup if they want to sell the commissions and all that stuff, they have to stay in their house for at least five and a half years. And I honestly hope this does get people to stay in their homes longer because I think it's better. I think it's better when you make a home for your yourself, your family, whoever you may be in, just to uh, not move every two years. I think is. Um, mentally better for you as well. That doesn't include me. I've been at my beautiful, still like new home for 27 years and I'm not moving. You know, <laughs> so. I, I've been in my home for 20 years and I have, I'm, I don't want to move. I mean, this is my home and I'll update it as it comes along, but I don't want to move. <laughs> yeah. I love where I'm at too. Yeah. So this is where the 5%. So when people are like, I'm going to, I'm going to rent until next year. Cause I believe that we're going to come into a crash because everybody's overpaying. I, they're not. You, you see, here's that. the deal. The, 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 people got to eliminate this word crash. Real estate goes up and it goes down. It's up right now. It might go down a little bit, but there's no crashing like 2008, 9, 10, 11. No. I, I, that was a different time it, it altogether. A, a different there's time. not enough inventory for that to happen. Yeah. And it was a mortgage crash. I think everyone, I think that was a total mortgage crash. And I think that it was just a different time. I don't think, I, I, I believe, I mean, this is just my professional opinion that we're not going to go through that again. I think we're gonna, I agree. I think we're going through different stuff right now where people are just staying put. They're putting on additions. And that's why we have such a low demand because no one really wants to move. Like before everyone was moving every two years, three years. And 
I think now people are just okay. They're they're starting to feel more content and staying in their home and doing whatever they want to do to upgrade their home, put on additions, update it, um, and maybe buy a vacation home. And vacation homes are so smart right now because of the rental market is so unbelievably crazy because there's not enough rentals. I mean, think about staying in your home and buying a rental property to rent out for an investment. So in years to come, this can be a great retirement package for you for those that like me who don't have a retirement package. <laughs> for all you self-employed people, I think, you know, buying properties and rental properties because it's just such a great investment right now. And I know so, Ann, you've got a lot of valuable information, and I know a lot of listeners will want to hear more about this 5% rule that you just told us about. How can somebody get a hold of you? Please give me a call at 630-479-4393. Again, 630-479-4393. Or PancadoRealEstate.com or Randy's wonderful site at RealEstateReveal.com. Fantastic. And Pancato, 5% rule. I got an education today. Hey, and speaking of great information, turning your bathroom into a luxury spa. I'd love that. And to share with us how this can be done is the president of design and renovations himself, David Cesario. David, good morning. Good morning, Randy. How are you? Fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. So for all of our listeners that have that old 80s, 90s, or early 2000 master baths, with a huge tub and deck that turns out to be where basically most husbands throw their clothes in that small shower. They can barely turn around. And we have a great solution for you to achieve a beautiful, luxurious spot in your own home. So number one, we're going to get rid of that bulky tub and deck that never gets used, and we're going to take that room and we're going to make a large walk-in shower. We're going to, we're going to um, put a rain shower head in, some handhelds, possibly body jet sprays, and to take it one step further, I'm making it in a luxury spa. David, so, I've seen it. some of your photos on your website. It looks like a car wash. Yeah. I'll just walk into the middle of the shower. I've got a big head here, two heads on the side of me. All i got to do is yeah. put some soap on and turn around. <laughs> and, and, and figure out which sprays you want to use. Oh, my gosh. That's all part of it. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, you know, for, for some, we've added, a, um, you know, making them a steam shower. But for a steam shower, I want everybody to understand that, you know, you've got to go 20% more of the cubic feet of the actual shower size uh, for the proper steam unit. That way, it steams the entire area. So you don't want to undersize, uh, um, you don't want to undersize your steam unit when you're uh, creating a steam shower. And now, again, we're going to add a powerful fan to remove all that uh, steam that you've just generated, whether it's a steam shower or a regular shower. Again, you want to add almost 20% more to your square footage of your actual bathroom size, not your shower size, your bathroom size for that fan. Now, if you're a person that still loves to soak in a tub with your favorite oils and such, a nice standalone or clawfoot tub will do. They don't require a tub deck, electric, or a lot of room, and they have many different sizes that would fit your space. They are deep enough so you can fit your whole body underwater, which is really what you want out of any tub. Last but not least, if you have a... a hey, David, we're coming up to a quick commercial break, and I don't want to rush you at all, my friend. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show, and we'll be right back with David Cesario. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's so good, it's so and it's always so good to have you here at the Real Estate Revealed radio show every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. 
I'm Randy Barcella, and this is the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, yeah, 8 to 9 a.m. And uh, right before the break, what a great segment. Ann Pancato with Compass Real Estate told us about the 5% rule. If you needed more information, certainly go out to the website, realestaterevealed.com, and she'll send you the information about that 5% rule, whether to buy or rent. Wow. And right before the break, I love this topic, turning your bathroom into a luxury spa. And David Cesario, the president of Design and Renovations, was going over some wonderful ideas how to make the most of your space and uh, enjoy your home better. Right, David? Yes, Randy, and thank you very much. So we talked about a larger bathroom that has a little bit more space. Let's talk about, you know, your 1950s, 1960s homes out here that have a tub-shower combination, right? So generally, a tub is about 5 foot in length and around 32 to 36 inches wide. We could take out that tub and create a walk-in shower with the same amenities that we do with a larger shower. So basically, uh, it's not as large as, as what um, you know some of the other showers are, but it's large enough. And that way you can have a nice spa in there. You could also create a steam unit in there if you wanted to. But, um, you know, in, in general... Um, you know, you can create any space that you can get a tub in there. You can create any space like that to make yourself a luxury spa that you can come home to, or in the morning you wake up and you go in there and, um, you know, make you feel like you're at a hotel. You know, David, most people I know because they're on the go with this fast paced society and husbands and wives are working double income and they got kids. I, I, I don't really take a lot of baths. I take more showers cause I gotta, I gotta clean up and run. That's true. That's true. And again, you know, space is sometimes limited to where you can put both a tub and a nice shower in there. But when you don't have that space, the shower is always great. And again, I think, you know, for resale values, if you have two bathrooms, you maybe should always have one uh, for uh, one that has a tub and one that has a shower. So but yeah, you could definitely turn it into and create a nice, uh, uh, a nice luxurious spot in your own home. Uh, and you don't have to go anywhere for it. And, and how affordable is this? Uh, you do it a lot, but, um, I mean, based on what I'm seeing on your website and the testimonies I'm hearing from your clients, you're able to get in a home and really improve it a lot, and it's not that much money. No, no, no. no I know it not, depends uh, on your uh, upgrades and your options, but it's very affordable. Absolutely. It, it is very affordable. And, and the nice thing about it, like I said, I think people get uh, get scared about pricing and stuff, but you'd be surprised at how affordable it actually is. Um, you know, again, a larger the space, it's going to cost a little bit more money, tile and everything else. But, uh, you know, in, in general, they are very affordable. Um, and, and the value that you're bringing to your home um, between a bathroom and a kitchen, those are the two things that uh, that a realtor will tell you that those are the most improvements that you can put into a home and get your money back from it so um you know why not enjoy it while you have it and if you go to sell it's it's a great uh it's a great thing to have yeah i love what you're talking about because as an appraiser if i see a nice updated kitchen and a nice updated bathroom it really makes a big difference uh because not only especially with the kitchens there's more functional utility on how the new kitchen uh, kitchens are being built and i know you'll testify to that Absolutely. 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 Yeah. And, um, you know, again, now we've got so many different types of plumbing options that you can choose. Those big rain heads that you see, uh, you know, body sprays, uh, different types of shower heads and, and, and such as that. 
So you have so many different things to choose that you can, you know, you narrow it down to what you as a homeowner want, um, you know, so you don't want body sprays. That's fine, but you need a handheld, you know, to, that you want to wash the, uh, the, the walls of the shower with or the floor. You know, there's so many different things that you can do with that, so many different colors, options. Tiles are obviously, you know, it, it, it's unlimited to what you can do. But, you know, we'll put, we'll put a package together for you uh, based on your wants and needs, and we'll, we'll help you from uh, design to finish. And you were just talking about the old bathtubs with the shower in there head up on the yeah. one wall. See, when you remove the tub, that there's at least five uh-huh. to six inches around the tub. That's how you're going to gain. That's how wide those are. Ten inches. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to gain almost ten inches of floor space. Is what we really look at. Um, and plus, plus you can make that generally like the wall that it's attached to maybe about thirty-eight inches. So you can make a nice thirty-seven-inch shower. Uh, you know, um, uh, in there, and you're gaining roughly ten inches, five inches on each side of a floor space, so where you don't have the tub there. Yeah, I've seen a lot of your examples on your website where people have a smaller home, but you're able to knock out a wall here, wall there, take out the tub, and really make the make better use of the space than your house when it was built thirty, forty years ago. Absolutely, and I'm also going to be posting that later on uh, today. Uh, after the show, I'll be posting some before and after pictures um, on our uh, on my Facebook page and on the website of exactly what we're talking about today. And you know what? I think this is an exciting option right now because like Ann Pancato, the realtor we had on right before you, she was talking about a lot of people uh, and so also our loan officer uh, from Loan Depot, Pat Canone, they were talking about how people are staying home now and remodeling and upgrading and doing renovations. And so you've got to be busy as could be. So if somebody's listening right now and they want to see some ideas, um, Hey, how much is it to, for you to give a consultation? Is it a lot of money? No, Randy, it is free. Fantastic. I, I, I free consultations. Yep. I, I love it. How can our audience get a hold of you? Sure. You can call me by phone at 847-878-1715. Again, that's 847- 878-1715. And what about your website? I love your website. Can you repeat that one? Thank you. Yeah, the website, uh, just go to realestatereveal.com, scroll down to my link, yes. and click the website right there, and you'll you'll hit it. And uh, also on my Facebook page, uh, Randy, it's Design Renovations by David J. Cesario. Uh, I'll, again, I'll be posting uh, before and after pictures of... Uh, of bathrooms that we uh, we remodeled, and uh, so everybody can see what it looks like. Love it, love it. Thanks, David Cesario, the president and CEO of Design and Renovations. Fantastic. Hey, speaking of great information, turning renters into landlords. I love this idea, and to to, to share with us what they're doing with this idea is the broker owners of Corona Realty. Yeah, Alex Corona and Jamie Burks. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Brandy. How you doing today? Fantastic. Alex, I love this. So you taught people how to buy a single-family home, and then you taught people how to buy a rental property where they live in one unit, rent the other two, cash flow. But now you're saying you could turn them renters into landlords themselves? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we turn renters into homeowners every single day, and we also turn renters into investors. You know, they, they become their own landlords. Share with and me how you do it. How do you do it? So they come into the office, they're looking for a rental. You know, we, we do this quite often. You know, I could give you examples. Um, you know, they come into the office, they come in for a rental, whether it's the, you know, rent a one, two, three bedroom apartment. 
uh, we, you know, ask them some questions and we figure out that they can actually buy a property. And then we give them some options on, you know, what they want to do. And, you know, we, we pitch them on, you know, do they want to buy a home or they want to buy their own building? And a lot of times they tell us, hey, we'll, we'll buy our own building. So we, we figure out what their budget is. And the good thing about when they buy their own building, they're going to be paying a whole lot less than they were going to be paying in rent for whatever place they were trying to rent. So, for example, you know, they'll come in, uh, they'll say that they want to pay, you know, 1500 for a rental. And we buy, get them approved and we figure out they could pay, you know, $1,900. i will give you an example of a, a client this just happened with last week. We, you know, she came in, she was looking to buy, or I'm sorry, to rent a, a two-bedroom apartment. The rent was going to be 1500 and, you know, we asked her some questions. We figured out what her budget was, and we ended up selling her a building at 1900 No way. So now, so now she's going to be paying $400 a month as opposed to $1,500 a month and be saving a, a whole lot of money. So That's an amazing story. Yeah, so now she, she's waiting to close on her building, and she'll be... Can you, you, know, you repeat that and, once again? She was going to go in as a buyer for what, or a renter? Say it again. She was going to... So she was going to rent a two-bedroom apartment, $1,500 a month. Perfect. And now she's going to be owning a two-unit. We're going to find her a tenant. One of the units is going to be for $1,500 a month for the two-bedroom apartment that uh, we're going to rent out for her. And now she'll be living in the other unit paying $400 a month out of pocket. Alex, you always say this is the number that changes lives. And now I know why, because a lot of realtors don't do what you and uh, Jamie do. But we're coming up to a quick commercial break, and I don't want to rush you two at all. I want to hear more great stories about turning renters into buyers, and not only buyers, renters into landlords. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, have you been out to the website? realestaterevealed.com r-e-v-e-a-l-e-d.com you'll see all the great co-hosts on the show just click on their websites you can find everything about Ann Pancato uh, you can find everything out about David Cesario and everything out about uh, Alex Corona and Jamie Burks from Corona Real Estate we're not done with Alex and Jamie yet we'll be right back back to the show sure to answer your questions about the real estate market Real Estate Revealed with Randy Bursella. Ain't nobody leaving here. We're just getting started. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Have you been out to the website lately? Yeah, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. And what a great segment we just had before the commercial break, turning renters into landlords. And with us is the broker owners of Corona Realty, Alex Corona and Jamie Burks. And I'm telling you, Alex, this is a fantastic story. And uh, you took somebody who was looking to rent for 1500 a month. You sold them a two-unit apartment building, and now they're making... 400 a month because they're renting the other unit out. Tell me more stories, you and Jamie. So I, um, they're actually paying $400 a month out of pocket. So they're going to be saving themselves $1,100 a month. That's an amazing story. Oh my gosh. Amazing so, story. So I, I also have another one. Uh, I was at a listing appointment last week and I went to, it's a building that we're going to be selling. And I always meet the tenants that are in there. Cause you know, I don't like to leave anyone out on the street and I always offer my services and there was three generations living in one of the units, the grandma, the mom, and the daughter. And the good thing about all three of them, they, uh, you know, I asked them some questions, and I give them some options. I brought them into the office, and I got all three of them approved. And all three of them want to buy a building. No so way. We're gonna have, 
Definitely, yeah. So they're they're very excited. I'm actually going to be showing uh, one of them some buildings today, and you know, hopefully, we'll get these guys under contract, and now they can all be an owner, and we can you know be invested in their future and their family's future. I absolutely love it. Uh, Jamie's with oh. you, right? Yes, he's right here. Hey, Jamie. Hi, how are you? Yes. Amazing stories. Tell me another story about how you're turning into renters into landlords and uh, buyers into landlords. Great stories. Yeah, so I actually have a client that I'm currently working with. And, you know, people don't realize there's a difference between what you're qualified for on a single-family home as opposed to what you're qualified for on a multi-unit. And the reason for that is because they're taking the bank is taking into consideration the rent that you're receiving from the other unit. So, for example, the client that I have right now, she was uh, renting, of course. Now she's able to be pre-approved on a single-family home. She qualifies for a budget that she's comfortable with, which is 1050. But in the areas that she was searching, and we seem to be finding everything we calculated, the payments on the taxes were just a little bit higher, pushing her over that budget of 1050. So again, we went ahead and gave her the multi-unit option, and that max payment that she qualified for then went up to 1400. So what's nice about that is that the rents in that area for that multi-unit, uh, she could get about 1100 for that other unit, and then of course now then she's only paying 300 where she's living. Jamie, this is uh, the, this is important information for our audience. You just said she's qualified 1,050 a month, but because you showed them how they can purchase a two-unit apartment building, now they can qualify for 1,400 a month and collect income. Correct. 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 Yes. So now she's switching that. Now she did have an objection. She says to me, well, what do, what do I do if something happens with that tenant's unit? But she got over there real fast. I mean, when you're paying $300 a month after you are used to paying $1,000 oh or whatever the, the crazy amounts were, I mean, it really does make up for it. So let's say you have an issue once or twice a year with, you know, fixing a toilet or something like that. At that point, you've already saved so much money. You're in a great position to make those repairs for your tenant. I love it. Absolutely love it. And so you two have two branch offices, uh, one in Frankfurt. You've got a brand new office in Blue Island going up. Um, you've also got a new construction subdivision going on. And I understand you guys have a full service at your, uh, at your office. And so if some of the audience is listening and they not only want to buy a home, but and I mean, the, the stories you just told me, they can uh, forget about renting now. You have a program where you could show them how they can buy a multi-unit building, live there, and have the payment lower than if they were buying a single-family home. So this is exciting news. Jamie, how could anybody get a hold of you and Alex? Right. Cell phone is best for me, 708-259-6242. One more time on your number? Sure, 708-259-6242. Alex? Call the number that changes lives, 708 708- Nine two five two three five two, or you can find us on our website at coronarealtygroupinc dot com. And you guys are working today, Sunday afternoon. Is, is that correct? You guys Definitely. work every day, Always. <laughs> every day. Always. Oh my gosh! Thank you. That's Alex Corona, Jamie Burks. You want to find out more about them and get testimonies and biographies and oh, every, phone numbers and emails? Go to the website. Yeah, realestaterevealed.com. dot com. That's realestaterevealed. R e v e a l e d dot com. And everything's there. Hey, I love this next segment, everybody. You're buying as is. Do as is contracts put the buyers at a disadvantage? Well, to educate us, as he always does, is the premier real estate attorney, both residential and commercial, and both Illinois and Indiana, Vincent Arricchio. Good morning, Vince. 
Hey, Randy, how are you today? Fantastic. Listen, man, I, I can't help it. Everyone just keeps throwing names at me. So now, from now on, my marketing is going to be, you can call me the Vinny D-O-double-G. Oh, I love it. First it was Hollywood Vinny. Then it was Vinny. Um, oh, what Oxy, were, you had like Vinny four Oxy. names. <laughs> yeah, but it's the Vinny D-O-double-G. Snoop Dogg. Love it. Anyway. Uh, we're not here to talk <laughs> See, about Vince Arricchio is not only an, att- an attorney, everybody. He's also the entertainment of the show. Well, when I walk down, you know, everyone needs a theme song. I don't know about the rest of our uh, co-hosts, but I walk down the street. I hear like Snoop Dogg track in my mind. I hey, can't we're coming it. up to a quick break, Mr. Entertainer. Real Estate Revealed. We'll be right back with Vince Arricchio. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. And it's not unusual for us to have a blast every Sunday morning with our audience. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, yeah, 8 to 9 a.m. Right before the break, Vincent Arricchio, the premier real estate attorney, both Illinois and Indiana, and both residential and commercial. This is a great topic. You're buying something as is. Well, does the as is contract put the buyers at a disadvantage? I want to know, Vincent. Well, let's get right into it. You could even argue or say, does as is mean everything's going to be a okay? And Randy, the answer is not necessarily, or even no. So first, how does this relate to a professional inspections? When you're a buyer, you get an inspector. You have an as-is deal. Uh, it's a tough market out there. There's low supply. You finally put in an offer. You finally get your offer picked. You do as-is to set yourself apart. The second thing is, uh, what does it mean for seller representations? When the seller is saying, I represent the condition of the premises is X or Y or Z. And how does this help you if a buyer doesn't like what they see on an inspection to cancel? So let's dig right into it. This is a little dicey, Randy. This is going to be a little disturbing because when a buyer signs an as-is contract, there is a clause in there that the seller only, only promises the condition when they sign the contract on the date of acceptance. And I don't know if a lot of people are thinking this through. I don't know if a lot of people uh, know what's going on. But here's an example to be illustrative. You go under contract. You're a buyer. You're all excited. You get a condominium. You do an as-is deal. Uh, The inspector goes through. Everything's working fine, even the air conditioning. Then a month goes by. The day before closing, you do the walkthrough. The air conditioner isn't working. This is an as-is deal. So now, of course, the buyer's attorney calls the seller's attorney and goes, hey, man, fix the air conditioner. My guy doesn't have to close, right? And all is well, right? The buyer's going to get a fixed air conditioner, right? No, Randy, no. This contract that we use here in Illinois says the seller makes no promises, no warrants, no representations beyond the date of acceptance. So there is peril here. You're taking it as is. What you need, what you need is an attorney or a real estate agent or someone as a buyer to modify the contract to say, to say, and seller promises that the condition 
it was on the date of acceptance will will also be at the same day as the closing table. And I'm telling you, man, I read the uh, standard contracts we have three different times. This is some scary stuff for buyers because in an analysis deal in that in-between period, if the seller swears that they didn't know that it lets, and, and what was the situation? The seller's not in there and the place is vacant. So the seller used to have a tenant. The seller let the tenant go. Uh, the place is vacant. The air conditioner worked once. The air conditioner doesn't work now. The buyer cannot demand it get fixed. The buyer has I love to it. Forward. Oh, my gosh. Great information. Oh, my gosh. Now, and what happens is the, uh, then the buyer says, well, the professional inspector uh, said it was working. And the seller's like, so what? The contract says I make no promises about the condition, only as of the date of acceptance. So now, does, can the buyer cancel the deal? Frankly, Randy, outside of the one-week attorney review period, outside of uh, uh, the, uh, that point, no, man, no. The buyer's got to go forward. This contract that we use here in Illinois, all the contracts, it says that the seller's making no promises when it's as is, and the, uh, and the professional inspection paragraph cannot be used by a buyer uh, during the deal. And all it is is within a week's time, the buyer can walk away from the deal if they don't like what the inspection says. Hey, Vince Riccio, so, how can somebody get a hold of you for more information? I love this. As is, it may not be as is. And uh, there's a lot of people listening right now. I think they would like more information about this. How can they get a hold of you? Right. As is may not be A-OK. And you can reach me on my phone number, 312 Two six three zero zero one zero. Check out our website, reallawchicago.com. We're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. My favorite place, though, all those smiling faces at realestatereveal.com, Randy. Fantastic. That's Vincent Riccio, the premier real estate attorney, both residential and commercial. Get out to the website. Check them out. Give them a call. Realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. And speaking of great information, is it all guidelines? Or does the commercial lending world leave room for creativity? Well, in studio with us to share valuable tips is the president and CEO of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, that's Brad Hedda. Good morning, Brad. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, I'll dive right into this topic here. When you talk about commercial lending guidelines, there are some fixed guidelines and there are some that are not fixed. And a lot of it will depend on the type of lender you're working with. So let's start talking about lenders. You have your big national banks. We know who they are, Chase, B of A, everybody else like that. They have very set lending criteria. Depending on the size loan you're doing, especially if you're doing a small business loan, you're pretty much going to have to meet their underwriting criteria. There may be a little bit of a wiggle room here and there if you don't uh, with some of the credit officers. But in general, they have very hard, firm parameters that you have to hit. Um, so if you don't hit those parameters, it's unlikely you're going to get your deal done. When you go down a level to those mid-sized regional banks, so here in Chicago, we're talking about banks like uh, maybe a Huntington Bank or a Fifth Third, you know, banks of kind of that size, uh, First Midwest, which is now Old National Bank. They do have some underwriting criteria as well. Typically, they have a little bit more flexibility in some of their products, depending on the group that you're within in that organization. Brad, I don't want to rush you at all. I hear the music, and that means a commercial break. This is Brad Hedick, president of Commercial Lending X, and we'll be right back 
You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. And thank you all so much, as I do every week, for making us your Sunday habit. We appreciate so much. Um, the gu- is it all guidelines, or does commercial lending world leave room for creativity? And he was just going into it, the president and CEO of Commercial Lending X. Yeah, that's Brad Hedick. So I started off saying big banks, very little to no flexibility. Um, when you get to some of the regional banks, it uh, depends on, on their policies, but sometimes you can find some flexibility. When you get down to community banks, that's where you can have a lot of options for flexibility. They don't necessarily have set loan products. A lot of times they're creating loan products to fit each need. Sometimes the regionals and the national banks have set loan products. Now, that doesn't mean you can do whatever you want, right? Um, Banks have loan policies that they must follow. They're federally regulated institutions. So they have regulations they have to follow. So they can't just do whatever they want. But They have a lot of flexibility in the types of transactions that they can put together. And what does that mean? Um, So I'll give you an example of a transaction we're working on right now. Client is buying a commercial property to expand their business into. Rather than put money down, we're going to refinance three investment condos they own into the transaction. And that is going to allow them to avoid putting cash down. We're going to roll equity they have in from other assets into it do a larger loan for not only this purchase, but to refinance their existing debt and take advantage equity into other properties and allow them to do a transaction with no cash down. Now, that's something you're not going to likely get done at a big bank or possibly even a regional bank. But when you have a community bank lender that can look at the overall relationship, we're still going to meet their loan-to-value guidelines and their loan policy. We're just taking a different approach to get there. We could get a transaction like that done. So there is room to get creative. Um, I know I talked about this on a past show, but a lot of banks have uh, cash flow requirements, debt service coverage ratios they have to hit on commercial loans or real estate loans uh, to be sure that the property or business is generating enough cash flow to support the loan. What we can do in some of those circumstances is we can look at addbacks to that cash flow. Now, a big bank, they may not accept any addbacks. They may just look right at that tax return, and they're going off that tax return, and if that tax return doesn't show cash flow to support it, the deal can't get done. But what we can do is sit down with a borrower, go through their financials, and go, hey, there's, there's items here that were one-time expenses. Maybe they had a one-time vehicle purchase or a one-time legal expense or a one-time write-off because they had to settle a debt. We can add those back to cash flow and we can go to a community bank lender or a smaller regional lender and say, hey, here's the story. They had this one-time expense. Yeah, we know the cash flow and the tax return doesn't hit your ratios, but here's why it doesn't hit your ratios. And this is what we can do about it. And then to go away from banking, you have a slew of non-bank lenders out there. These are all sorts of firms that do commercial lending, but they're not banks. They're not credit unions. And they have ultimate flexibility. We can just create any deal, and if we can convince one of these private lenders that it's a deal that makes sense to do, we can get it done. So we can do deals with no cash down. We've got a private lender right now for commercial investment construction for like single or dual tenant properties, so maybe like a Wendy's or a Burger King. 
we can get 100% financing done for them. So we can get really creative in some of the stuff we can do with these. And, and Brad, I really love what you're talking about. You can get deals done that banks can't do. Um, how could somebody get a hold of you if they wanted more information to go yeah. for a loan without the typical guidelines? Yeah, so best way is uh, my phone number, 630-988-4852. Again, that's 630-988-4852. Or you can hit me anytime at commerciallendingx, that's x is an x-ray.com. Brad Hedick, and if you want more information about Brad or every anybody on the show, get out to the website. Yeah, we're all working today, Sunday afternoon. We work every day. Realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. I also have videos of everybody on the studio, uh, in the studio on Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. I'm Randy Barcella, your show. Thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. Be well, everybody. Make it a great week, and I can't wait to see you here next Sunday morning on AM 560 The Answer. Can you hum along to every 80s pop melody? Do you still know the lyrics to all the 90s hip-hop tracks? Well, it's time to put your music knowledge to the test with Song Quiz, the number one music quiz game on Alexa. You can play alone against random opponents or together with friends and family. Choose from a wide range of playlists and genres from the 1960s until now to see just how deep your knowledge goes. Just say Alexa, play song quiz. That's Alexa, play song quiz. 